0: and welcome back to Night Owl Nerds. Tonight, we're running a special one-shot titled Where's Waldonius? We're joined by John, Heather, Joseph, and newcomer Madison. Tonight's game is fairly straightforward. You are all students at a prestigious wizarding academy. Your friend, mentor, no, not mentor, friend, schoolmate, Rival, whatever you want to call him, Waldonius, has gone missing somewhere within the caverns underneath the school. And you four have taken it upon yourselves to find him. First things first, I need you all to pick a number between one and four.
1: Three.
2: One.
1: <laughs> I mean, four is my lucky number, so. Two. Uh, Heather
0: and John, what were your choices?
1: Four.
2: One. Oh, look, I got a character sheet.
0: All right. The four of you have each been assigned a character sheet, essentially randomized by you choosing a number. Take a few minutes, study these character sheets, read over them a little bit, if you want. All personality traits, all personality traits have been randomly rolled. You may. Choose to use them if you want for any roleplay situations. If not, I don't care. The point of this is to try to survive. You are all human. You are all wizards. And to save time, I am ignoring the rule that allows, that, that calls for specific spells to be activated. In a certain, you know, you only have a certain number of spells that you can activate each day. Fuck it. Everything on your list is available
1: to you. According to my bonds, I have, I have parents.
0: <laughs> oh my God. Wow. This is like your dream character.
1: Letter gotta, hasn't arrived yet. Uh, I was going to say, I got to remember how to play that.
0: Actually, it doesn't say, <laughs> I'm sorry, John. It doesn't say parents. It says I mean, family it says and you family. have no idea where they are. So there's no guarantee there's, they are alive. And there's no guarantee at which family members these are. It might as well be your sisters. Fair enough. That's
2: okay. I have a child who doesn't know me, so...
0: <laughs> you're all students at an academy. The assumption here is that you're like 14 or 15 years old. Why the fuck I do spon- you have a kid?
3: <laughs> why am I sponsoring I an orphanage?
0: <laughs> yeah, and why is Joseph sponsoring an orphanage? <laughs> By the way, I want you all to use your randomly assigned... Character names as well, just because I think it'd be hilarious to hear you pronounce them.
4: I to pronounce, I'm going shorten mine.
3: Goji Girouf.
4: I'm going Love that there's a, a number in my <laughs> number after it. Uh,
0: the numbers
3: are strictly for assignment reasons.
4: Yeah.
3: I'm Goji Girouf the third. Thank you very much. Yeah.
4: <laughs> I wonder if I can find a pronunciation so I don't mess this up. Oh, I'm going to mess this up. There's no such thing as pronunciations.
5: Which
0: number well, are you?
4: I am the first.
0: Two. so. All right, Madison, That's you right. are a Treo. Deadruer.
2: All right.
0: So. Steadruer. John, you're Pukes. Briho.
1: Yeah, I'm Pukes.
0: P- Puze. You I say like pukes. pukes. Okay, Pukes. <laughs> Goji Girouve. And Estiacro de Grelo. That's you, Heather. Estio
1: Crod. Yeah. I'm not going to remember any of these.
0: So we have Estio, Estio, Atreyu, <sighs> Jojo, and Pukes. I think Puch. this works. All right.
2: Sure. Sounds great.
0: Give you guys a couple more minutes to kind of review these things, get an idea of what your spells yeah. are. Uh, if your spell slots say that you have zero You should readjust those to full As you have all had long Rests and all that bullshit
2: Yeah
4: it's all saying 0 we I'll see mine in a second Had to reload since could pop out the um Thing or close it
5: Oh good job
0: And in order of Our where's Waldo parody I have changed my lighting to red. (laughs) Not that the listeners can see that.
4: Is it important for contextual reasons, though?
0: It's important to me.
2: He's just happy he can change his lights at his desk.
0: So much fun. (laughs) Alright, has everybody had a moment to... Glance at their abilities and such.
3: Yep. Yep.
0: Yep. All right. As this is a specialized one shot, I would like you all to roll initiative so that we can establish a turn order.
4: Oh, that's not bad. Do we type in the number we got?
0: Yeah. If you can, I might have to reset it. You have to reset it. Yeah, okay. I'll recreate the turn order then.
3: Get back, get back, get back to where he once belonged. See, you just had to go and say JoJo earlier. Now that song's stuck in my head.
0: Sorry. Sucks to suck. This would be a lot easier if the DM had his dice out. You know what? I actually can't do the red lighting because I can't read my dice under it. What? Eh. Such is the curse. Alright. SU Crowd, please input your initiative. I did.
2: It's just not going. Oh, there it goes.
0: Oh, right. So in order it will be Pukes, Estuacrod, Goji, and Estrayu. You find yourselves in, an ex- in a very poorly lit murky stone basement. You can faintly hear the dripping of water running down the walls and from the ceiling Something about this area is extremely limiting your vision and you can barely see 10 feet past yourself. Silence surrounds you and you know that somewhere in this basement is your friend, Waldonius. You may move freely. The turn order is just to... It's more of a pre-establishment for things to come.
3: Uh, I'd like to go ahead and uh, cast a Light.
0: Okay. What would you like to cast it on?
3: Um, I believe we, I have a... Let me check my weapons here. Yes, I'll uh cast it on a dagger and hold it out.
0: Okay. And what is the range
3: of light that it allows? It allows me... 20 foot radius and dim light uh, for an additional t- uh, 20.
0: Okay. Goji raises his or her, Goji male or female? Yes. As Goji raises their dagger, waves their hand over it, muttering an incantation, the dagger alights like a lantern, affording you all a small amount of additional light.
2: Um, I'm going to cast dancing lights on top of that.
0: Where would you like to center them?
2: Well, Let's see, it's four. Do they have to all be near each other? Or can they be...
0: They can be in any direction you'd like them to be. It's just easier if you kind of let them... From my standpoint, it's easier if you just say that you're going to have them hover around you. Okay, and then, 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 I I then I'll just have
2: them hover around me then. And then I can like assign extra light to your token. Yeah, they'll just hover around us.
0: Alright, would you mind reading the spell description so I know how much light they afford you?
2: Um... You create up to four size lights within range, making them appear as torches, lanterns, or glowing orbs that hover in the air for the duration. You can also combine the four lights into one glowing, vaguely humanoid form of medium size. Whichever form you choose, each light sheds dim light in a ten-foot radius.
0: Dim light, ten-foot radius. So and uh, yeah given that i will give you a 20 foot radius dim assuming that you have one on each side of you
2: yeah that's kind of what i was going for all right Ooh. all right i'm going to take a look around i'm going to go over to this green thing right here. Kind of...
0: Estiocrod, as you step forward, you find yourself in front of a dimly glowing green magical circle on the floor in front of you. It is emanating a very faint yet specific magic.
2: Am I able to tell what kind of magic...
0: In your studies, you would know this to be a teleportation circle. And it is currently active. Goji, Uh, you find yourself standing in front of a similar circle. However, this one is colored yellow.
3: Do I have an idea of what it is?
0: Uh, Thanks to your studies, you also know that this is a teleportation circle, and it is active.
5: Hmm. All right.
3: Are there any uh, pebbles or rocks at my feet or on the ground?
0: Uh, you look around you, and you, you do find a couple of small
3: pebbles. I'm going to pick one up and toss one onto the circle.
0: Okay. There's no effect. Hmm. It lands harmlessly on the ground, rolls about an extra three or four inches, and just kind of sits... The teleportation circle itself appears to be floating about two or three inches off the ground. Your ah. rock passed straight through it with no effect.
2: Alright, um, I'm going to go to the next circle to see if it is the same kind of magic.
0: So, so as you continue to the southern portion of this room in which you stand, you find another circle, this one colored red. And it is giving off the same magical essence.
2: Okay. So I'm going to go back to where I was. And I'm going to I'll start walking this way, I guess.
0: You can see as you walk to the east, you find yourself standing in front of a blue teleportation circle.
3: All right. curiosity, would we know what our friend's favorite color is?
0: You would know very well that Waldonius liked to wear bright red robes, contrasted against his unnaturally white hair.
3: I vote we try the red one first. He did like the red. It might uh, decide which way he would travel.
2: Yeah, why
3: not? Alright, who would
0: like to step into the red circle first?
2: Well, since you think it's red, why don't you go first?
3: Okay. Um, before I do, I have a, 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 transmuted, a transmutation stone with me. I'd like yep. to gain a benefit from it. The constitution saving throw, proficiency in that. Okay, you
0: know so, proficiency in con
3: saves. I'm going to go ahead and select that just so I don't forget. Yep, And I'm going to uh, step through.
0: All right. Please move yourself onto the circle.
3: Being stubborn. There we go. It's not letting me move. (laughs) There we go. All right.
0: As Goji steps forward and steps directly as soon as they break the circle they vanish in front of your eyes
2: I yeah. will go next
0: and Estiocrod also
2: vanishes oh god where did I go on my map here I lost myself it. Oh, oh, there, there it is
0: Huxie steps forward and also vanishes And Atreus steps forward and also vanishes. You each find yourselves in a small room, practically identical to the one you were initially standing in, but each of you find yourselves alone. We are now going to follow initiative order for your turns. First up (laughs) is Pukesi. You find yourself in an incredibly small room, and as you look around, you notice that all of the walls in this area are made of bone. Nice. Huh. Uh, What type
1: of bone? Like animal? Human? They appear to be humanoid. Various races. Is, th- is there one that's like rather long that I can find?
0: There are many rather long bones that you can find wedged into these walls, but as you reach forward and try to remove them, they seem fixed, as if they've been cemented in place.
1: I know how to change that. Fireball, no. (laughs) I mean, you
0: could. You're currently standing in a 5x15 room. You are in a tiny, closet-like room, and in front of you is a glowing, green teleportation circle.
1: Do these walls seem magical?
0: You are not getting any magical aura off of the walls.
1: Hold on to it for now. I'll step through the other teleportation circle. Alright.
0: You vanish and find yourself suddenly standing by your friend, Goji.
1: Hey, there you are.
0: Estiocrod, you are up.
2: I'm going to cast Dancing Lights again around me so I can kind of see. All right.
0: The Uh lighting is already assigned to you, so... I will assume uh, that you are going to be recasting this as available.
2: Yeah. Um, and then I'm gonna go to the I'm gonna take a look around the room. And... Obviously I can see this right.
0: Yes. Uh hold on. Um Puxie, you actually ended up in the wrong room. Give me two seconds. <laughs> there you go. You do not see Goji.
1: Oh. Alright. SRD that guy.
0: You may continue. You stand in front of a blue teleportation circle.
2: I am going to go through it.
0: Alright. So you vanish and appear next to in another small room. Goji, you are up. If you guys couldn't tell by now, your turn ends when you step through a circle.
3: I'm gonna look around the room I'm guessing they also have bones on the wall
0: yes as you look around you find various humanoid bones interwoven together to make solid bone
3: walls I'm gonna look around point to one uh, point to a, a an arm bone <laughs> I find this humorous.
0: Horse boot from the Discord server. <laughs> you and your damn puns.
3: I love them. Oh! Uh, you've, uh, you
0: notice across the room is a green teleportation circle.
3: Okay. Uh, I believe? Do I? I'm trying to check my uh, gear here. Do I have any chalk or charcoal? I have a ink pen, I guess. I'm going to put a circle next to where I appeared. Okay. On the ground, and uh, walk, go, I'm not going to go to the... I'm going to put an X mark on the... On the, next to the one I'm about to go through. Okay. And then I put a, I'm going to put my name on it. Or oh, Sorry, I'm going to put an arrow towards it with my name on it. Okay. Sorry. Uh, and before I do that, I'm going to make certain that these spells that might help. Uh, message doesn't require line of sight, correct?
0: Uh, no, it does not require oh. line of sight, but it does require knowing where your target is.
3: Okay. Okay, so I'm gonna, I'm going to go ahead and go through it then. All right, you step through the green circlet.
0: The green teleportation circle. Vanish into an incredibly small room with another red teleportation circle next to you. Estrillo, it is now your turn.
4: Uh, so what do I see around me?
0: Right now you are in a tight corridor. Again, Nothing but walls made of bones around you and a small opening in front of you.
4: Alright, so I'm going to walk forward a bit.
0: As you continue to walk forward, you can smell the faintest scent of decay and rot, but you cannot tell if this is humanoid decay or just the mold and age of a deep dark dungeon. As you continue to step forward... You begin to see the faintest outline of a yellow circle.
4: Can I see anything else around it?
0: Uh, Around the circle? There doesn't appear to be anything aside from broken stone on the floor and the carcasses, the, the skeletal remains of people on the walls.
4: All right, so I'll go through the teleportation thing.
0: Okay. As you step through, you vanish into a new room. It is now the top of the turn order. you all get to give me a minute. All right. Top of the turn order is Pukesy. All You see before you the dimly glowing outline of a red transportation circle.
1: I guess I'll just go to the next teleportation circle, the other blue one. Go into that one.
0: You step into the green circle Oh here? Yeah.
1: The green one. Yep. Okay.
0: And as you arrive into your next room, you see the faintest outline of a humanoid in the shadows ahead of you. Hello? Hello? Who's there? I can't see a damn thing in here.
1: It's me, Pukesy. Who are you?
0: I'm Joffrey. Who the hell is Pukesy? From the school
1: upstairs? There's no
0: school upstairs. I just came from the market.
1: So how did you get down here?
0: I don't know. I went and took a nap on Top of a sack of potatoes. There's no business today. And I woke up here.
1: Interesting. Can I roll insight on that? Yeah, go right ahead. Something tells me that's going to be great. Uh, three. Do you believe him? That's weird. Uh,. Mm- Any idea how to get out?
0: I don't even know how I got in. How am I supposed to tell you how to get out if I don't know how I got in? What the hell is wrong with you?
1: Asking questions. No need to be a dick.
0: I'm allowed to be a dick. I woke up in a cave.
1: I mean, I'm here too, so... Obviously both of our days aren't going the way we planned. Obviously. But, yeah, so there's a school above us that I go to that's a wizarding school.
0: He kind of looks at you with a quizzical look on his face. Uh, Are you on drugs?
1: (laughs) Not yet. Do you have any? (laughs)
0: Clearly, you're coming down from something you've recently taken. Wizards are the stuff of stories.
1: I'm gonna throw a fireball just like past his pet. Uh really?
0: <laughs> you are in a you are literally in a five by fifteen room.
1: <laughs> okay. Oh. Over his head. You are
0: literally in a 5 by 15 room. It has a 20 foot radius. You want to put yourself in that situation right now? Fire Bolt. Fire Bolt? Thank you for the clarification. I heard fireball and got very scared.
1: I mean, I am an evocation wizard, so technically I can protect myself if I want to. You could if you wanted to. So
0: you <laughs> going to cast Fire bolt and have it fly right past his head? Right. Go ahead and roll its for an attack.
1: Uh, Dirty 20.
0: Perfect. You release the magical ball of fire from your hand. It whizzes past his head, just barely missing his ear, and you see little bits of his curly brown hair just kind of singe off. His eyes go wide, and in a panic, he runs away from you towards the yellow teleportation circle and vanishes. Interesting, man. I will follow him. Okay. You step into the yellow circle and vanish. Estiokrod, you are up.
2: I'm gonna go by Estio.
0: Estiokrod, you're up. <laughs>
2: okay. Um, I am going to take a look around the room at the walls and see if there's like anything that gives me a clue, to, like any directions.
0: You can go ahead and roll investigation if okay. you're really looking for clues like that.
2: Mm. What? Nine.
0: A Nine? You can't seem to find anything that gives you any truly discernible clues as to where you are or where you're
2: going. All right, so I'm going to make my way to the next transportation then and just go through it. All
0: right. You step through the teleportation circle and you find yourself in a teeny tiny room. Directly in front of you is a carriage filled to the brim with apples and a broken wheel blocking your path across this room.
2: That seems oddly convenient. Um, can i investigate the carriage figure cool. out if it's actually there or if it's like an illusion
5: oh sure
0: no you step right up to the carriage and as you're walking up to it your foot hits an apple and you're digging around this is this is real there's a fucking carriage filled with apples half broken in the middle of this teeny closet-sized room
2: I think is there any magic coming off of it
0: there you don't feel any magical aura this is literally just a random broken carriage in the middle of the room blocking your path
2: okay no I just I didn't know if like the apples would be like have some kind of magic or poison or something on them or whatever
0: not that you can tell.
2: Alright. Um I am I'm gonna throw a firebolt at it to try to get it out of my way.
5: Oh
0: sure. Roll to attack.
2: <laughs> I got an eleven.
0: That's good enough to hit a carriage. <laughs> Your small ball of fire flings forward and perfectly bakes about six apples as about ten more fall off the pile and roll to the ground.
2: I am going to take some of the baked apples and put them in my pocket for later.
0: Hey, you have searing hot baked (laughs) apples now in your pocket and your legs are worse for the wear.
2: (laughs) And I'm going to continue to walk forward. Are you going to climb over the carriage? It didn't destroy it?
0: That's a firebolt, honey. You basically God. threw a firecracker at a carriage. that That's literally like taking a Roman candle and pointing it at the side of a car and hoping it blows up the car.
2: <laughs> I imagine it would weaken the carriage at least, right? Roman like candle it... versus car. <laughs> Alright. Okay, I guess I'll go back to the green teleportation then. Go back.
5: Okay.
0: So you turn so rather than climbing over the carriage, you turn around and return to the green circlet? I guess so. Okay. Okay. So you end up there, ending your turn.
3: Goji, it is now your turn. Okay. I'm gonna Step over to the my right. But not into to the right. I'm gonna write down on the on the on the floor again an arrow point to the red with my name. And uh I'll step through. Alright. As you step through, you
0: find yourself in a semicircular room. And there appears to be something moving in front of you. As you look down at the ground a strange black liquid begins to rise from the cracks in the earth and then coalesces into a shadowy humanoid form and the creatures lunge at you. You are first in initiative in this case.
1: Hey.
5: Uh.
3: Let's see. Um. Do I know what they are?
0: These appear to just be the shadows of humans.
3: Okay, I'm gonna go ahead. uh, I use see here, dragon's breath on myself. Okay, and uh, I'm gonna try to hit them both with my blast.
0: And that's what, a 15-foot cone. Yep. Alright, do I need to make a save of any kind? Yeah, uh deck save.
3: Okay. And the save is 15. Wow, they both rolled
0: 11s. So they both fail.
3: Okay, and I believe that's a 3d6. And what is the damage type? <sighs> Um can I choose radiant? No, wait, no no no, 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 no. Uh fire. Can't go okay. wrong with fire. And that would be 6. Do I do I roll once for both or once for each of them?
0: No, it's it's once for all.
3: Okay. Yep, 6.
0: Alright, so as you finish the incantation on yourself, you feel your chest rise with a draconic power, and you exhale a stream of fire. The fire rushes forward, wrapping around the shadowy figures, and you feel as if you haven't done as much damage as you might have hoped.
3: Oh. That was a bonus And... Like to go ahead and cast chromatic orb as well at the first at the one closest to me. Okay. And what effect will that have? Um I'm going to go with thunder this time. What effect will it have? Effect. Describe the spell. Oh. Um, it's going to be, uh, looks like a little, uh, it's a four inch diameter sphere. Yeah, it's a four inch sphere. I'm going to give it a purplish color. And, uh, it's gonna probably, uh, look like it has little dancing figurines inside of it as I toss it. Kind of like a snow globe.
0: Okay. I am reading the spell now because... I meant... Oh, that's a true meant. Me what you meant. I apologize.
3: Oh. if um, It's essentially a 4-inch diameter sphere of energy at a creature. I throw it. I hurl it. Uh, if the attack hits, the creature takes 3d8 damage of the type I chose. Uh, so, okay. so you're attacking and, the one closest to you? Yep.
0: Roll at disadvantage.
3: Oh, because it's within 5 uh, feet?
0: Because you're using a ranged spell attack within
3: melee. Okay. Fair enough. And that's going to be 11.
0: 11 does not hit. As you throw the orb forward, it crashes against the wall behind you, missing entirely. Okay. All right. And I
3: believe that's... Can I get a movement in?
0: Uh, you could try.
3: I'm going to make a dash for the uh, circle.
0: Okay. Um, If you dash for the circle and teleport, you will suffer two attacks of opportunity.
3: Okay, then I'll hold out.
0: <laughs> You're stand where you stand? Uh, I'll move closer. I'll move in. There All right, we go. So you step between both shadows. That's it? Yep. All right. So we move forward. you it is your turn.
4: All right. So I'm going to uh, move forward.
0: All right. So as you move forward, you find yourself standing in front of a red teleportation circle.
4: All right. Um, Do I see anything different about it other than the color from the last room I was in?
0: Uh, no, these teleportation circles, aside from their color, their design doesn't appear to change very much. It's not giving you any indications to where it may may or may not take you.
4: All right, so I guess I'll go into it.
0: Okay. So okay, so as you step forward, find yourself in a new room, slightly larger. When in front of you black ichor begins to rise from the earth and as it coalesces it begins to take the shape of two humans in ragged clothing wielding swords
4: so I'm guessing not friendly
0: <laughs> the, <laughs> the one in front of, the one closest to you meets your gaze And sneers a sly grin and an evil look. It is still your turn.
4: Alright. I'm going to... I'm going to use, um... Ice knife on them.
0: Okay. Which one are you going to target?
4: Uh... Which one is closer to me?
0: The one that appears to be the leader is standing in front of you, whereas the one behind him appears to be a bit meeker, uh, not as well-fed, if you will.
4: I'll attack the one closest to me.
0: Okay, go ahead and roll to attack.
4: All right, so... Gotta find my die. Oh my god, a 19.
0: A 19 is a hit. Go ahead and roll damage, and I believe I need to make Dex saving throws for the cold damage.
4: he's a uh, says 1d10, I think. All right. Uh, I got. 10. So
0: 10 on the piercing damage? Yeah. Alright, and go ahead and roll your cold damage. I got one. Okay. Uh, both bandits failed their dexterity saving throw, so they will both be taking the cold damage. As you throw this small icicle forward, it lands square in the chest of the leader and then explodes, sending small ice shards outwards, hitting the guy behind him. The guy behind him looks like he really can't take a hit, but the leader in front of you, he, he just kind of brushes this off like it's any other day. And- All right. Is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn?
4: Um, no.
0: Alright. Bring us back to the top of the turn order. Pukesy, you're up.
1: Alright, ready. I'll start moving forward. I want to look around and see if I can't find the dude that I was following while I'm walking.
0: You can't seem to find any trace of him. He appears to have completely vanished. There are no, there's no discernible footprints, any sounds, smells, anything. You can't It's as if he was never there.
1: Interesting. All right, so I'll walk forward and find the next teleportation circle. and Jump in.
0: Jump in to the blue circle. Find yourself in a new room. Standing in front of you, a black ichor rises from the ground and coalesces nice. into the form of a giant rat. Interesting. Yeah.
1: In that case, I'm going to firebolt it. Go
0: ahead not roll to attack.
1: Uh, 21
0: to hit. 21 is definitely a hit.
1: 2d10 fire. Uh, 11 points of fire damage.
0: As you send your firebolt forward, the black ichor giant rat disintegrates into a strange sticky goo. And your path is now clear.
1: Okay. Keep moving forward. And then once I see the next teleportation circle, I will... Step into
0: it. All right, bringing us to the next turn. Estio, you are up.
2: So I'm going to backtrack a little bit, and I'm going to head to the transportation circle that I came through to get me into this room to see if I can get back to that main room I started in.
0: So you are going to step forward into the yellow transportation circle? Yes. Okay. As you step forward, you find yourself in an entirely new room. And before you, a black ichor rises from the ground and coalesces into the form of a giant spider.
2: Okay. Um... Let me see what I want to use... I'm going to cast... uh, a fireball.
0: You're going to cast fireball? Yeah. Where are you going to center it?
2: Actually, no. Never mind, I'm not going to do fireball. Uh, I'm going to do flame arrow instead.
0: I believe that requires an attack roll.
2: Uh...
0: Re- read the spell.
2: You touch a quiver containing arrows or bolts. When a target is hit by a ranged weapon attack using a piece of ammunition drawn from the quiver, the target takes an extra 1d6 fire damage. The spell's magic ends on a piece of ammunition when it hits or misses, and the spell ends when 12 pieces of ammunition have been drawn from the quiver.
0: Rip. So you, as you're looking through your pack, trying to find desperately something to use, for some reason in your pack, you see the top edge of a bow. You pull it out, and you find yourself holding a bow with a small arrow attached to it. Go ahead and roll to attack with the bow and arrow. I got a 12. You rolled a 12... I believe a bow utilizes dex, which is a plus zero. Does a bow have any other pluses to it?
2: I believe so. It doesn't. I don't know. Why do I have... Oops, I didn't mean to do that. Um, if you
1: want to make it a light crossbow, she would be proficient in it.
2: Yeah, I have a light crossbow and then I have for what for some reason I have quarter staff written twice.
0: Yeah, one handed and two handed.
2: Oh, okay.
0: Uh yeah, no, we'll we'll say that instead of a, a bow, you reach into your pack and you find yourself a light crossbow.
5: You yeah, fire but it the doesn't...
0: bolt. with a twelve plus your proficiency bonus of three, that's a fifteen to hit. That is a hit. Okay. And I believe a light crossbow does, what, 1d6? Yeah. I got
2: a 2.
1: Did you add in the fire damage? So,
0: yeah, roll 1d6 for the arrow, and then the fire damage, which is an additional 1d6 for the fire damage.
2: Oh, so I did that twice then? Yes,
0: roll 2d6. I got a 1, so that's 3. Alright, so you deal three points of damage against the giant spider standing in front of you. Still helps. Alright, is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn?
2: I guess not, no.
5: Okay.
0: Goji, at the beginning of your turn, both shadows are going to lunge forward and attempt to attack you. First one rolled an 18 to hit, the second rolled a 7.
3: Well, the 18 definitely hit. All right. The 7 did not.
0: All right. So, for the 18, you take five, seven, seven points of necrotic damage. And please reduce your strength score by four. Okay. That will end the shadow's turn, and it is now your turn.
3: Well, I am definitely not close combat, so I'm going to cast on myself Blur. Okay. Which essentially... uh, Let me go ahead and bring it up here. Uh, Blur. Your body becomes blurred, shifting and wavering for all to see. For the duration, any creature has disadvantage on attack rolls against you. An attacker is immune to this effect if it doesn't rely on sight. As, as with Blindsight, or can see through illusions with True Sight. Okay. And then I'm going to... Refer the uh,
0: Alright, so both creatures are going to take an Attack of Opportunity against you. And you they said Disadvantage? A, a disadvantage, yep. Okay, so... Wow, an 8 to hit... And an 11 to hit. Both miss. Perfect. You managed to make it to the next circle. Jumping through the blue circle. If I can find a goddamn token. Teleporting you away from the evil creatures. Astrea. Yes. It is now your turn.
4: Alright. So...
0: At the top of your turn, the larger humanoid steps forward and attempts to take a swing at you.
4: Am I I able to get out of the way?
0: It's technically the bandit's turn. Okay. Uh, He rolled a 10 to hit.
4: Is the armor class...
0: Your armor class is what I'm rolling against.
4: Okay, um, thirteen. So it okay,
0: doesn't hit. Okay, so first attack does not okay. hit, and then he pull he, after reaching, after attempting to swing at you with his scimitar, he reaches into his side belt, pulls out a dagger, and tries to take a swing with that with a dirty twenty to hit. And if your AC is thirteen, that hits.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: And he manages to deal seven six. Goddamn math. Six points of piercing damage as he manages to drive the dagger into your arm. Alright. And the smaller bandit behind him is going to step forward, but is not quite ready to take you on yet. It is now your turn.
4: Okay, um... Can I use... Thunderwave against them?
0: Yeah, you could. I believe that requires a save on my part.
4: I think... I think I have to make a save.
0: What does the spell say?
4: Each creature in a 15 foot cube originating from you must. Okay, so you have to make save. Yeah. A constitution save.
0: Constitution saving throw.
4: Yeah.
0: All right. The captain rolled a seven. And the other one is just in range. He rolled 11. What is your spell save DC?
4: I am looking.
0: It's at the top of your spells page. Uh, 15. Alright, neither of them made it. Go ahead and roll your damage. Alright. Six. Six points of thunder damage?
4: Yeah.
0: Alright. And as a secondary effect... They are both pushed back. 10 feet. Little guy behind the captain is looking really rough. They have been pushed back. Anything else you would like to do with your turn? No. All right. Bring us back to the top of the turn order with Pukesy. All right.
1: I'll start walking forward, and... go through this portal.
5: Okay. You
1: find
0: yourself in an empty room, with nothing but the portal on which you stand. It doesn't appear to be another one near you. Well, this is annoying. I'll go back through the other portal. So you go back through the original portal from which you entered. That brings you to a new room. Moving on to Estio. At the top of your turn, the giant giant spider moves forward and attempts to bite you. With an eight to hit. Miss. All right. It is your turn.
2: I'm going to cast Burning Hands. Go for it. Um you need to make a dexterity saving throw.
0: Oh shit. How does a ten do? Nope. Okay. Go ahead and roll your damage.
2: Alright. Uh That is fourteen points of fire damage.
0: So as you reach your hands forward, they plunge into the black ichor of this giant spider body and you can feel the stickiness like molasses and your hands burst into flame. The spider's not looking very happy right now. Is there anything else you'd like to do with your turn?
2: Um, I am going to use a dagger I have a dagger I can use
0: You're going to use it
2: Cuz I I can't I don't have any spells that um have a bonus action so No Uh
0: your character does not have a dagger
2: That's weird Why does it show weapons on my Oh, your Oh, prof- perfect. Oh, perf- oh, never mind. Okay.
0: Your character did not come with a dagger. It came with a quarterstaff.
2: Alright. Uh, then I will use my quarterstaff then.
0: Uh, alright. Go ahead and roll a d20, but don't add anything to it.
2: Not planning on it. Nope. That's a
4: two.
0: Yeah. Okay. Mm-hmm. Two does not hit. So as you reach your burning hands into the black ichor, you create an explosion of fiery energy within the giant spider's body. Pull your hands back. Attempt to grasp at your quarterstaff to get in a light swing as you try to step away. And you end up swinging over the spider's head. And that'll end your turn? Yep. Alright, bringing us to Goji. Hey. Having narrowly escaped to the shed.
3: I'm going to uh, move towards towards the next, uh, circle. Okay. And once in, I'm gonna, right in front of the circle, put an arrow towards it with my name. Okay. And I'm gonna start. Alright.
0: As you step through the yellow circle, you're standing in a room and you find yourself in a narrow corridor And you can just make out the outline of a green transportation circle. However, it is blocked by a peasant trying to guide a mule through this
3: corridor as well. I'm going to ask them if uh, they need a hand. You need a hand with that?
0: Yeah, I could certainly use a hand. Where the fuck am I?
3: that is a good question i don't even know myself so uh, i'm gonna go up and help uh uh approach the mule from the side
0: on the side
3: okay from, from the side i'm not gonna come up from right straight up behind the mule
0: okay good you are a, a smart person then so as you stand up next to them this You're not getting any magical sense off of this. There is no aura. There's nothing. This is a person and his ass standing in this bone corridor looking just as lost as you feel right now.
3: Uh, you know, how long have you been down here? I'm going to also, as I'm talking with him, as I'm trying to, you know, guide the, uh, get, get his ass forward.
0: The ass is not moving. Um... He looks up at you and he's just like, "I want to say I've only been here fifteen seconds. I was I was trying to bring my mule to the market because you know my family needs money and whatnot. We we walked down this alley and everything just kind of got dark, and then when it got it got really bright when you showed up. But yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know how I ended up here."
3: Okay, you know what? I might have something for this. I'm going to. I could have sworn I saw it. I thought I had illusion. Oh, silent image. I'm going to cast a silent image of. Of. of Sugar of someone holding sugar cubes or food on the other side of the portal. Try to lure the the ass towards the portal.
0: Okay. Um, Well, animal handling or persuasion, your choice.
3: Believe it or not, I have animal handling. Okay. And that'll be 18.
0: Okay. The mule is looking around, panicked, frozen in in place. This animal does not want to move. And then suddenly, an image appears in front of it of a kindly old man holding out a handful of sugar cubes the mule looks up and bolts towards the transportation circle steps within it and vanishes you are now left in this corridor with the owner of the mule looking very confused as to why his ass just ran off what the hell did you just do
3: got your ass in gear Apparently so. I'm, um, I'm, is he okay? Uh,
0: sure. I'm I'm just gonna go after him. And the guy just kind of slowly backs away from you. And he's standing right in front of the green teleportation circle, never breaking eye contact with you and just says, under his breath, I could have sworn magic was only in books. And he steps into the circle and vanishes.
3: And I'm just gonna go, well to talk, talking to myself, well of course they're in books, that's how we learn it. <laughs> and going into a oh, uh, my turn isn't it?
0: Uh, yes, that would be the end of your turn.
3: Okay.
0: Atreo, back to you. At the top of your turn, the lead bandit is going to turn around to the meek little guy behind him and just scowl. You're fucking useless! He swings his sword backwards and takes off the head of the guy behind him. And then he steps forward menacingly, wielding a scimitar in one hand, and the dagger in the other. It is now your turn. What you doing, Atreyu?
4: Trying to figure out.
0: I know, I threw all of you in a random, crazy-ass dungeon with characters you've never played before. Classes many of you have never played
5: before.
4: I'm going to use I don't know if this would be a good idea a Flaming Sphere
0: Okay And would you mind reading the spell so that we know what it does
4: A five foot diameter sphere of fire appears in an unoccupied space of your choice within range and lasts for a duration Any creature that ends up Ends its turn within 5 feet of the spear. Must make a dexterity saving throw. The creature takes 2d6 fire damage on a failed save, or half as much damage on a successful one.
0: Okay, so you're going to cast flaming spear, yeah, flaming spear. Where are you going to place it?
4: Um, I'm going to place it in the space next to the creature in front of me. Okay. To the right of it
0: all right but well, that will be our flaming sphere will that be the end of your turn yes okay we will come back to that back to the top of the turn order one moment puke as you all stand within this dungeon some of you facing off with strange black ichor like creatures some of you just trying to find your way through this place you all begin to hear a faint music emanating from the bones around you as if the skulls are singing to you pugshead it's now your turn
1: uh, what song are they singing
0: um sandstorm
1: interesting and are, are their mouths moving?
0: Uh, no, it's more
1: like a hum. Okay. So they have lips then? No. Mm-hmm. Well, then no. how are they humming?
0: No, think like Tibetan monks.
1: That thing
0: they do. Oh, okay. Kind of sounds like that. Gotcha.
3: Golian throat singing.
1: Yeah. I'll just... Start. I'll just start walking through this room Okay Looking to see what I can see
0: Once you step forward you find yourself face to face With a red teleportation
1: circle Oh Looks like I'm going in there Alright
0: And as you do Find yourself in a teeny tiny little corner room Alright Estio. It is now your turn. And at the top of your turn God damn it. The giant spider is going to try to take a bite out of you.
2: Uh, I am going to cast shield as a reaction.
0: Probably for the best. That was a 16 to hit. And after casting shield, what is your AC? Uh...
2: 15? Wait, my spell AC or...
0: Your AC after casting the spell. Shield adds 5 to your AC, so whatever your AC is, add
2: 5 to it. That's my spells. spell save? DC. Your AC,
0: not AC Oh, 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 PC. sorry.
2: Sorry. That's 15.
0: Alright. Well, it rolled a 15 to hit, which is a hit. Oh, okay. Dealing... 1d8 piercing. So that's. You take 8 points of piercing and 9 points of poison damage. And you. It is your turn.
2: Um. I don't know. I guess I'll hit it with my quarter stuff again.
0: Alright. One handed or two handed?
2: I two. All right. Eight.
0: And eight does not hit.
2: Okay, then that's the end of my turn. Then.
0: All right. Goji, you are up.
2: Okay.
3: No. Uh. uh I'm going to uh, again. Uh, put my name. I put an arrow down on the ground. My name. Towards the portal I step through, and I'm just gonna
0: go through. Okay, and as you step into the green portal, you vanish and reappear in a new room. Try you. It is now your turn. The bandit captain is currently standing next to your flaming sphere. What does he need to do? A deck save?
4: Uh yeah.
0: Alright. He rolled a 21. I believe that saves. But he still yeah. takes half the fire damage. For standing next to the sphere.
4: Yeah. Take right. half as much fire damage.
0: Alright, so go ahead and roll your damage. Four. So a total of four?
4: Total was eight, half is four.
0: Alright. Takes four points of fire damage. And he is going to step forward and attempt to take a swing at you. First with his scimitar, for a fifteen to hit.
5: Mm-hmm.
0: All right, and then once with his dagger for natural twenty. That definitely hits, dealing six, for a total of eleven piercing damage. He rolled really badly. It is now your turn.
4: All right. So I'm going to use use a shadow blade. Okay. I got a 14.
0: 14 to hit? Yes. 14 does not hit. So as you manifest your shadowy blade in your hand and swing it forward, it glances off of his studded leather armor, unable to pierce it. Will that be it for your turn?
4: Um. Yes.
1: Uh, Before you end your turn, if you'd like, you could use your bonus action to move that sphere up to 30 feet and ram the creature, having it make that saving throw and take more damage.
4: Where is uh, the second one?
1: What,
0: the second bandit? Yeah. In the last round, the bandit captain killed him for being useless. Oh,
4: yeah. yeah. Beheaded so... him, actually. So and can then he I... And uh... manifested
0: that flaming sphere, which was just below where his body lay. So his body is currently baking behind your flaming sphere.
4: So can I uh, move the sphere and um, hit the captain?
0: Yeah, go right ahead. He has to make the Dex saving throw again. Yes. Uh, for a 17. So go ahead and roll your fire damage. You'll be taking half. Mhm. Three. What was the total? Total
4: was six.
0: Okay. So he takes three points of fire damage, and you need to make a Dex saving throw as you are ending your turn next to your own flaming sphere and you are not an evocation wizard
4: 12
0: and what is your spell save DC
4: 15
0: you take 6 points of fire damage from your own spell yay alright bringing it to the top of the round with Pukesy. Pukes do you like pukesy or pukes?
1: Pukes. Pukes is better. You like pukes. Okay. I'll go through this portal. Ray.
0: Second, or I find where you are going. Alright. You step forward. And in this strangely shaped room in which you stand, you find in front of you appears to be a priest looking around him desperately clutching his religious symbol and praying under his breath as he looks around looks around in a panicked manner
1: hey bud what, what's going on
0: with a start he nearly jumps three inches off the ground as he hears your voice and turns around and in a language you don't understand he says something in a very very rapid manner. You can tell this man is panicking, but does not appear to speak common.
3: Okay.
1: I will try an elvish then. Calm down.
0: How do you know this language? It's the language of the elders. No one is supposed to know this. Where the fuck am I?
1: That's that's a good question. I'm not exactly sure where we are either. Uh, I don't know. I just kind of learned it at some point. You know.
0: No, I don't know. Who are you? Where am I? What is going on?
1: Uh, I'm Pukes.
0: Disgusting. I'm... (laughs) I'm Neldor. Hi.
1: Well, I am currently trying to figure out where the fuck I am as well.
0: As am I. Um, as long as we're here, do you have a minute to speak of our lord and savior Pelor?
1: Ah, <laughs> uh, yes. Good old Pelor. I, I, I'm i already well acquainted with the man.
0: See, I'm having a little bit of a brain fart, but I'm pretty sure Pelor's female. <laughs> And as a DM, I'm kinda hating myself on this one. Give me two seconds to look something up. No, it is a man, okay. I was confusing him with a different god. You say you're well acquainted. Well acquainted. Oh my lord, I can't speak. Pillor save me. And after saying that, he drops to his knees and begins fervently praying over his religious symbol.
1: Uh, He's a bit busy right now. We should just try and move forward.
0: Stop speaking. I am praying. Pelor will save me. Pelor will get me out of here and just continues praying and ignores you. On his knees, shaking. Mm.
1: Well, good luck. I will walk around this priest and then Mm, before I step into this portal, I'm just going to look back at him and go, just so you know, Peller's a bitch, all hail Loth, and jump into the portal. (laughs) (laughs) Wow.
0: You step forward into the portal and are transported into a new one. Estio, at the beginning of your turn, the giant spider does not attempt to attack you, but rather begins to vomit the black ichor that makes up its body. It is now your turn.
2: I'm going to attempt to cast Poison Spray on it.
0: Okay. Does it require a save on my part or an attack roll on yours?
2: Con saving throw.
0: Oh. Oh, that's not good. Oh, that's that's very not good. How does a seven do?
2: Uh, nope.
0: Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll, roll your damage.
2: Um. Remind me, which one is the D twelve?
0: The one with a twelve on it. It's the one just
3: below each oh, Shit,
2: Sherlock! Sure
3: <sighs> the one with the uh, pent- uh, the pentagons.
2: Oh, here it is. Okay,
3: got my shapes.
2: And now remind me, is that one d twelve plus my spell attack bonus?
0: What does it say in the spell?
2: It just says the creature missed the seed in a con saving throw or take one d twelve to poison damage.
0: And that's what it does, is 1d12 poison damage
2: Alright, then I got a 3 All
1: uh, right, as you... Hold on, it's what? a cantrip, correct? Yeah, uh, yeah it you is At 6th it level, same? it's 2d12
0: Oh yeah, yeah you're 6th level right now, so it's 2d12, not 1
2: Oh, okay Then that's 11
0: Wow, okay, yeah, as you reach your hand forward Spraying forth a magical poisonous mist It pierces through the liquid body of this spider and it disintegrates in front of you as if carried off by a wind and it is now
2: gone and finally <laughs> <laughs> i'm gonna set it to myself and then i'm gonna walk forward and go into the next portal
0: okay as you step forward you are transported oh. to the next area and I apologize, Goji, but at this point, I believe it is a good time to take our break. And welcome back. As we resume our adventure through this strange maze like cavern, we return to our turn order, and Goji, you are up.
3: Okay. Uh. At the risk of being repetitive, I'm going to walk up next to portal, uh, point narrow to the portal I'm walking in, write my name, and then through.
0: And as you step through, you find yourself back in the room from which you started. You look around and you notice a familiar shape to the walls around you. I'm going to jump ahead to Atreyu. beginning of the turn the bandit captain standing in front of you is going to take a swing at you if I can find my goddamn character sheet there it is first with his scimitar his scimitar he has a 25 to hit and his dagger is an 11
4: the dagger does not hit
0: okay the scimitar Deals five points of slashing damage. And at the end of his turn, he is within five feet of your sphere. Please roll your fire damage.
4: All right. Eight.
0: All right. And with that, with a flaming sphere betwixt his legs, it flares up once more and the black ichor that forms his body disintegrates him. Your path is now. Well, it would be clear aside from the flaming sphere sitting in front of you.
4: How long has it been, and like time wise, till it lasts for a minute?
0: 18 seconds.
4: Nice. Um.
0: But if it's a concentration spell, you can dismiss it at any point.
4: Okay, so I'll dismiss it. Okay.
0: Would you care to move forward?
4: Yeah, I'm going to move forward this way.
0: Okay. And as you step forward, you find yourself face-to-face with a blue transportation circle.
4: I'm going to go through it.
0: Okay. find yourself in a very small room. Bring us back to the top of the turn order. With Pukesy. if you will give me a minute. Where the hell did my... Oh, I'm looking at it. All right. Pughesee. As you are standing in this corridor, you feel your body become incredibly light. You are now levitating a few inches off of the ground and cannot seem to gain traction
1: on the area around you. All right. Can I seem to move forward?
0: You cannot walk. You feel as though you are floating in zero gravity. I will move my arms and try and push myself forward. As you attempt to swim through the air, you find yourself not really moving as you have... There's nothing to swim through.
1: Okay. Okay. How close is the wall? It's directly behind you. Alright, so I'm gonna... move my legs up... and place them on the wall... Yeah. And then kick off of it.
0: And as you effortlessly glide across the room, you keep going and you keep going... I need you to roll a dexterity saving
1: throw. Okay. What's my dex? I have a feeling I'm going to be fine. So that was a natural one, making Uh, it a three.
0: All right. As you move forward through this narrow point in the room, you manage to smack off of both corners through the hourglass shaped room and hit the back wall. Cool Taking three points of bludgeoning damage As you do so Alright And you find Just to your south A yellow teleportation circle
1: Okay So I'm going to grab onto the wall Okay Pull myself forward using the wall Okay Because you said it's bones So there'd be things to grab onto in it
0: right? Yeah there's plenty of things to grab onto
1: get over to there, where the teleportation circle is. Okay. Did it work?
0: And as you bring yourself into the area of the teleportation circle, you vanish from your spot champion, and find yourself in a large room. Bringing us to sto
2: Okay. Um... I'm going to move forward and kind of take a look around Let's see if there's any clues to where I'm going.
0: Would you like to uh, roll a perception check to see if you recognize anything? Yeah. Okay. Go ahead and roll perception.
2: 15.
0: As you're looking around, you see, the, you see what you have been seeing. You're surrounded by walls made of bones from various humanoid creatures, some of them with gaping jaws. You see femurs. You see humorous funny bones. You find foot bones. But there's no arrows. There's no indication. There's no signs. There's nothing that you can find that tells you where you are or where you're going.
2: All right, I'm going to continue to go forward then.
0: And as you step into the red transportation circle, you find yourself in the circle that you first started this adventure on. Bring us
3: to Goji. It is now your turn. So I'm going to move forward.
2: Hey, we've come full circle. Offer once a familiar face. Thank God. I'm thinking,
3: uh, that bottom one that we went through first, probably not the right direction.
2: Uh, I would say not.
3: And I'm pretty certain that we all went in different directions.
2: Uh, yeah. So.
3: Oh, shit. Someone else. Hello.
2: So, I have an idea. I'm make it move off my spot?
0: If you'd like to. Okay. In the meanwhile, Atreo, you find yourself in a small room with a green transportation circle in front of you. And I presume you're going to walk into said circle. Yeah. All right. In the middle of their conversation, You pop up out of nowhere from the green circle in the same room.
4: I'm going to walk towards them.
0: All right. For this moment, turn order is eliminated. Do as you must.
2: Well, red clearly wasn't the right color. And clearly, whatever color we go through, we all get separated and go... Through this labyrinth.
3: What if we step through holding hands?
1: I mean, it's worth a shot.
2: Well, that's an idea.
3: So the question is, which color do we go through now? Because we all came back through each of the different portals.
5: Is there anything else we can try? Yes.
3: What
0: was that?
5: (laughs) Something wrong?
4: (laughs) She's like a little mouse. (laughs) I'm struggling for a moment to do it.
0: Alright. As you all stand in this room, I'd like you all to roll Arcana checks.
3: Now let's see who's the better student.
2: Not me. I got a 26.
0: Holy shit.
4: I have a... dirty 20.
1: Okay. Apparently, uh... me and Heather's characters are valedictorians. I also got a 26. I
3: got a (laughs) 7.
0: The Goji is entirely distracted by the fact that (laughs) they just found... people... (laughs) While everybody else, you feel a strange pulse in the air that you immediately identify as necromantic energy. Those of you that actually rolled well on your arcana checks can feel that this wave of necromantic energy has dispelled the transportation circles in the room. You no longer feel their magical auras. And from behind you, enters a humanoid figure emanating a strange red light and he addresses you hello my friends is it
1: waldonius
0: (laughs) make an insight check all of us Anyone who wishes to identify this person.
2: Sure. Uh, I'll do that. Uh twenty-one. By,
1: uh
4: thirteen.
1: Nineteen. Good. Nineteen. Yuxi,
0: The man you see standing before you looks very much like Waldonius. He's giving off A magical aura unlike anything you've felt from him before when you guys shared classes together. Everyone else, you see Waldonius, but there is another face behind his own. You cannot physically see it, but you can sense it. There is another being within this body. The man standing before you stands tall and proud, with stark white hair, red robes flowing to the ground billowing as if there is a breeze, although you feel no breeze. And the red light emanating from his body seems to be sourceless, as if power is just leaking out
1: of his pores. Well, in that case, I'm gonna start walking over to it. Like, well, Donius, my friend, we've been looking for you.
0: Funnily enough, I've been looking for you! Hi, Pukesy, how are you? How have you been?
1: Oh, you know, just wandering around this place, stepping through the portals that don't work anymore for some reason. Do you know why that happened? I couldn't tell you. It well, could
0: because of Baal?
1: OK. Uh, do, you, do you know how to get out of here? Because we followed you in here.
0: I'm... I don't know. And as he says this, you see him kind of flicking his hands around a little bit. And you hear the utterance of words beneath his own words. I need you to make a constitution saving throw.
1: Okay. God damn it, Pukesy.
2: That's a little bit of irony we were supposed to find him and he found us
1: <laughs> not terrible uh 17.
0: you feel a magical essence around you try to grip the cells of your body and then dissipate
1: you're not Waldonius. Well of
0: course I'm
1: Aldonius.
0: Don't, don't, don't ask those questions. I am your friend.
1: Dude, why did you try to attack me? I didn't try to attack
0: you. Why would I try to attack you? What are you, what are you
1: insinuating? You know, let's make this fun. Can I roll insight?
0: Yeah, roll insight.
1: See... Oh he's Waldonius. Mmm. Nice, did you roll? <laughs> Seven. <laughs> Ooh. Yeah, he's Waldonius. Well, fair enough. So, I'm, I'm, I'm like walk up right beside him, put my hand on his shoulder. You're like, Shall we try and find the exit, Waldonius?
0: Of course, of course.
1: Absolutely, let's find the exit. <clears throat>
3: don't think that's a good idea.
1: Why not? It's
3: it's a perfectly
2: good idea. Isn't it obvious? You know, the red glow and everything. That means, you know, good, right? Yeah, it's completely your judgment. Yeah, you
4: must be good. Yeah.
3: (laughs) My
0: friends, take it from Pukesi. This is a wonderful opportunity for us to grow closer and closer
2: oh you know that's all i desire is to be closer to you that's what i just burning desire for that
3: you know quick question waldonius i point to a random uh i point to the walls can you tell me what kind of bone that is which one I point to uh, one of the upper arm bones.
0: I'm, I can't say for certain what kind of bone that is. It's a T-Von.
3: I'm going to cast Tasha's Hideous Laughter on him.
0: Okay, what do I need to do?
3: You need to roll a Wisdom Saving Throw. Uh, Thirteen and you needed to make a 15 it's a funny bone and he falls prone laughing and hysterically.
0: waldonius drops to the ground laughing his ass off and you swear you hear the undertones of a second voice behind the laughter
1: that really wasn't that funny
0: what are you talking about Pukesy, that was (laughs) that was amazing a funny bone i've never (laughs) i've never heard such a thing what are the full effects of that spell
3: okay must succeed a say wisdom saving throw and uh, fall prone becoming incapacitated and unable to stand for the duration one minute by the way a creature with an intelligence score of four or less is unaffected At the end of each of its turns, it gets to make um, and each and each time it takes damage, the target can make another wisdom saving throw. The target has advantage on the saving throw if it's triggered by damage. On the success, the wisdom ends 15.
0: Upon saying it's so fucking funny, he ceases to laugh and stands up.
3: Having rolled an 18 on his second save. Huh. now would be a good time to try to you know stop him guys because he's obviously
1: possessed what are you talking about
2: I'm going to cast shocking grasp
0: you need to be within melee to cast that
2: oh right 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 right. okay um Agathar scorch it then
0: okay is that a saving throw or an attack roll?
2: That is a dexterity saving throw.
0: Okay. He rolled an 18.
2: Damn. Okay.
0: Does it say half damage on a success?
2: Yeah, it's half as much damage on a success ball.
0: All right. So go ahead and roll your damage. Then he will take half of it.
2: Mm. That'll be six. Uh six points of fire damage. Okay. Have
0: two three. All no, right.
2: it was twelve.
0: Oh, but the, okay. Going forward, always tell me the full damage.
2: Sorry. I will do Sorry. the
0: calculations.
2: I was doing the calculations because <laughs> I didn't know. It was twelve and I was having it to six. So okay.
0: good to know. So he took right, six bye-bye. points of fire damage. And that being said. <sighs> Having triggered, having proven yourselves hostile, Pukesy, you are still fairly certain that Waldonius is Waldonius. For your next turn, you don't know why your allies are attacking your friend. And at the end of your turn, you can roll a new insight check to see if you break this pseudo-charm.
1: Could I roll it with advantage because I was told that it's not him? No, but
0: your DC will be lowered. (laughs) Anyway, so now we begin an actual combat round. Top of the turn order, Pukesy. Your friend Waldonius has just been attacked.
1: What are you guys doing? Stop attacking Waldonius. I'd like to roll persuasion. Go
0: ahead and roll persuasion.
1: Oh, of course I did. A natural 20 for 21.
0: (laughs) You are all very swayed by the sincerity in Pukesi's voice. He genuinely believes that this is Waldonius. It has to be. This is the boy you have all been searching for.
1: And that, that'll, that'll be my turn as I pat Waldonius' back saying, I've got your back, buddy.
0: <laughs> all right, it is the end of your turn. I would like you to roll another insight check. As you are patting his back and you feel a very strange aura coming off of this boy's body. 16. You are beginning to question if this is Waldonius. Okay. All right. Estio, it is your turn. Pukesie has just very convincingly yelled out, Stop attacking Waldonius, it's our friend.
2: Where am I here? Oh, I'm right there. Okay. Yeah, I'm just trying to figure out what to do. Am I convinced?
0: That's up to you. Pukesie rolled very well in their persuasion check. Um... You're definitely be you're definitely having some doubts as to whether or not this, you you cannot be certain, that this is or isn't Waldonius. It looks like Waldonius, albeit altered.
2: I'm gonna roll uh, insight on that.
0: You wanna roll? Okay, go ahead and roll insight.
2: Okay. Um, I got seven.
0: You believe, Pukesy. And now you believe that, yeah, this, this is Waldonius. He's a little weird, but you found your friend.
2: All right. Um, well, we're all going to die today. <laughs> looking that way. Yeah.
0: Right. Estia, you believe that this is Waldonius standing in front of you. Do you wish to do anything with your turn? <sighs>
2: Uh, I'm going to take a couple steps forward and look upon my friend and be like, Hey, sorry about the fire. You just seem a little off today and I'll be on my turn.
0: Perfect. All right. (gasps) Goji, you're up.
3: What? I'll probably uh, roll inside as well to see whether or not how uh, convincing that argument was for me.
5: Okay.
3: <laughs> um, I rolled a nat one. Perfect. Oh, well so You
0: thoroughly believe this is Waldonius.
3: <laughs> My apologies, Waldonius. Uh, I didn't mean to strike you. It's, this place is uh, has us on edge go up and uh, give him a hug to greet him that we found him.
0: All right? Is that what you're going to do with your turn?
3: Uh I'll take an extra dash to move it in and close to give like I said give him a dec- glad that we found. Him.
0: Okay. And will that end your turn?
3: Yeah, well in my turn. Okay.
0: So Aldonius stands in front of you. <laughs> my friends, I'm so glad You found me down here, and I'm so glad (sighs) that you believe me. And when I came down here, originally I was honestly, I was looking for my quill. But while I was here, I heard a voice, a a source, something that would help me with my studies and, and help me grow more powerful. But this being that has given me extra knowledge, it doesn't trust you. You didn't believe me when I showed up. I did. Goji and Estio, need you to make dexterity saving throws. as Baldonius casts Dragon Breath.
2: 11. 14.
0: You both take 7 points of lightning damage as he opens his mouth and bolts of lightning and crackling electrical energy release from his mouth. And as soon as he finishes that, he grabs Puxie by the shoulder and teleports... Across the room in a puff of smoke. Come, Pukesy. <laughs> you. You're clearly my only friend here. Treo, it's your turn.
4: Um, so, t- do I believe that he is, um, a friend still?
0: Roll insight. With advantage because of turn order, and you just saw Waldonius unleash hell on two of your friends.
4: How do I do advantage again?
0: Just roll twice and pick the higher.
4: Uh, 24.
0: Holy shit, she beat your persuasion. (laughs) Yay. (laughs) At this point, you are thoroughly convinced this is not Waldonius, or if it is, it is some bastardization of the friend you once had.
4: Alright, can I want to, how do I measure how far they are?
0: Uh, There's a little ruler tool, kind of looks like a comb.
4: Alright, so, can I use earthbind on him?
0: What is the range?
4: 300 feet.
0: Then, yeah. You're 25 (laughs) feet away, I think a 300 foot range is somewhere within (laughs) that
4: yeah so he will have to make a strength saving throw
0: oh because wizards are so good at strength (laughs) (laughs) give me a second here woo an eight minus one seven
4: i don't think it passes
0: no i'm fairly confident that failed yeah all right when what are the effects
4: So I choose one creature within the range. Um, Yellow strips of magical energy loop around the creature. They must succeed on a strength saving throw. If it's flying. um, Just keeps on talking about flight.
0: (laughs) Earthbind. Choose one creature you can see within range. Yellow strips of magical energy loop around the creature. The target must succeed on a strength saving throw or its flying speed, if any, is reduced to zero feet for the spell's duration. An airborne creature affected by the spell safely descends at 60 feet per second until it reaches the ground or the spell ends. So basically, you have prevented Waldonius from flying by casting this spell.
4: Or moving, till it says... Reduced to zero feet
0: It's flying Or is it just
4: speed. flying it's
0: Flying speed is reduced to zero He is no longer able to fly If he is able to <laughs>
4: <laughs> Alright
0: You don't know Could have been a safe bet Anything else you'd like to do with your turn Uh no Okay Bring us back to the top of the turn order Pukesie
4: Okay
5: You're
0: up so-
1: Oh, uh, one thing. I was going through my sheet earlier, and because of the feat that it gave me, I'm supposed to have an extra cantrip, and it never gave it to me. Oh, alright. So, I'm I just... yeah. So, I'm using that to use this cantrip. Okay. <laughs> I'm going to cast Friends.
0: Friends is on... a cantrip?
1: I believe so. Yep. So, I have advantage on Charisma checks. Towards Waldonius. I'm gonna go, hey hey everybody, we're all friends here. Let's stop attacking each other. And I'm I'm gonna roll persuasion. Yeah.
0: Yeah, you are. Go ahead.
1: And I have advantage.
0: And you have advantage. Go ahead and roll persuasion to calm right. everyone down.
1: Uh what is my persuasion? Nineteen. Not bad.
0: Okay, anything else for your turn?
1: Uh, nope. It lasts for a minute, and then once it's done, uh, he might, if he's prone to violence, he's probably going to attack me. Okay. <laughs> uh, but no, that'll that'll do it, as I just pat, pat him on the back again, trying to calm everybody down.
0: Uh, who were you directing the friend's cantrip at?
1: Uh, Waldonius. Because he was, like... To yep. attack two people
0: Okay Yeah that's gonna be interesting Alright Estio You're up You just got bezapped By Waldonius While Pukesie Is really trying to convince Everybody to just stop fighting
2: Um I'm gonna cast False Life Okay On myself
0: Yep I believe that gives you some extra hit points.
2: Uh, Yeah, I kind of need it. Okay. I gain 1d4 plus 4 temporary hit points for the duration.
5: Okay.
2: So do I have to roll a d4 still? Yep.
0: Roll the d4 and then add 4 to it. I got 6. Alright, 6 in total. Put that under your temporary hit points. And whenever you take damage, you take them away from your temporary before you take them away from your regular. Okay. Anything else you'd like to do with your
2: turn? Could I... try to persuade... Pixie to not trust Waldonius?
0: Go ahead. Tell me how you're going to do it, though. And then I'll have you roll Persuasion.
2: I'm going to blatantly point out the... red light that's emanating around him. And then I'm assuming we can hear the undertone of the other voice.
0: Yeah. it's. I'm going to point that out. It.
2: And I'm assuming we all know Donius pretty well that he doesn't usually act like this. So I'm going to point out all those obvious characteristics.
0: Okay. Go ahead and roll persuasion.
2: 12.
5: Okay.
0: Anything else for your turn? No, that's it. Alright, Goji, you are up. Feeling a little sparkly right now.
3: Oof. I am going to move uh, 25 feet to ne- next Dodius, uh, not And I'm going to use a Vampirate Touch.
0: Go for it. Roll to attack.
3: And this dice is retired. A nat 1. Giving me eight. That does not hit. And I'm going to use a bonus action and cast. Now I've actually read it properly. Cast as a bonus action, Dragon's Breath on me. So on my next turn, I can use my action to breathe the fire. I'll breathe a cold. All right.
0: Anything else for your turn?
3: Nope, that should be it.
0: All right. Bring us back to Waldonius. My friends, you have to listen to Puxy. Look at him. Pukes! What a funny name! Why wouldn't you want to believe someone with a funny name? Oh. And, uh, yeah, he's going to turn he's going to step upwards just a little bit so that he doesn't accidentally hit pukes. And he's going to fire two Eldritch Blasts at a Atreyu. Wow! What the fuck? Alright. <laughs> a two and a four. So a ten and a twelve to hit. No. Alright, so both of those <laughs> will miss you as you see two bright red Beams of energy just kind of fly by you, narrowly missing your head. That is going okay. to end his turn. betray you're up.
4: Uh, I don't know what I just did. Um, I am going to cast Witch Bolt at him.
0: Go ahead and roll the attack.
4: I don't do math after like 8 o'clock
0: You're gonna have a hard time on this podcast
4: Yeah, uh, 24
0: You rolled a 24 to hit?
4: I use a 20, right? Holy and shit And I have a spell attack bonus
0: Yes, yes It's just an impressive roll Alright, yeah. yeah, that definitely hits Go ahead and roll damage
4: Alright So I do a 1d20 uh seven
0: alright so seven points of lightning damage and you are now maintaining concentration on that spell anything else for your turn
4: uh no
0: alright back to the top of the turn order pukes your friends just keep going after him and he keeps attacking your other friends and it's just whose side are you on right now
1: I don't know, but we're going to roll Insight to find out. <laughs>
5: Go
1: Sorry, guys. That was a natural two for a total of three.
2: Oh, my yeah. God.
1: Yeah.
0: <laughs> you are still absolutely on Waldonius's side. And as far as you're concerned, he's attacking the others out of self-defense.
1: He is. I don't know why they would do this to him.
0: He's your friend. You guys have known each other since you were five. So he's a little glowy. Big deal.
1: Okay, this is... Yeah, let's do this. So, just gonna... You guys, stop! And I'm gonna cast... Ma- uh, <laughs>
4: no, he's not. <laughs>
1: cast himself
0: out of the chat.
4: He's so that convinced that he and has I, to leave.
0: I'm gonna cast Quit.
2: <laughs> gtfo oh look he's back
1: <laughs> i don't know what happened discord just like shit the bed on me for some reason
2: no 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 you cast yourself out of here it's okay
1: yeah you cast force quit <laughs> yeah so where, where did i uh leave off
0: i stop as i cast
1: magic missile one of each of them
0: Oh, nice. Alright, roll your damage.
1: Oh, shit. Since All Magic right, Missile so
0: just hits.
1: We'll start with... We'll, we'll just go down the turn order, because I don't remember people's names. So
0: Alright, first up would be Estio.
1: Uh, four points. You take
0: four points. Next is Goji.
1: Five points. You take five
0: points, and... <sighs> I always forget your goddamn name. Atreyu five more points and five (laughs) points against you as a green bolt of energy fires out from pukes at each of you hitting you in the chest like just just a hard punch like your bully's back at it will that end your turn pukes
1: yeah i don't really think there's much else i can do right now so
0: all right bringing it to you sdo
2: Okay. I am going to move to here, and I'm going to cast, I'm going to cast Burning Hands, to which everybody in a 15-foot cone must make a dexterity saving throw.
0: Okay. In what direction?
2: It doesn't say.
0: In what direction are you casting it?
2: Oh, I'm casting it at Wadonius. Like, okay. I'm assuming that's yeah. Alright.
3: The word of the day is friendly fire.
0: Okay, yeah. Um because it's <laughs> oh, I'm a,
2: going on a suicide mission now, guys.
0: So yeah, but because it's a cone. Because it's a cone, here's the fun part.
4: Does it hit everyone?
0: Kind of. It would originate from in front of her. This is the cone. Because it originates in front of her, I will have Pukes and Goji rolled their dex saves, but roll it advantage as you are only just on the outer edge of this cone thanks to the angling, whereas Waldonius is caught right in the middle of it. Wow, Waldonius rolled a natural five with his dex. That is a seven. Waldonius fails epically.
1: Natural twenty for twenty-two because apparently I can roll these when it doesn't matter. Ah,
3: eleven.
0: All right, Goji definitely fails. Puke says is a success though.
2: Okay, that is uh thirteen points of fire damage.
0: Alright, so Pukes, you take six points of fire damage. And Waldonius and Goji take 13. Anything else for your turn?
2: Uh, No, that's it. I can't think of anything clever to say at the moment. Right.
0: Bringing us back to Goji.
3: Okay. um, I'm going to go ahead and breathe a cone of uh a dragon's breath of cold onto him okay uh what is that a deck save that is indeed a deck save yes
0: how's an eight do
3: an eight fails okay out of curiosity is that gonna hit uh as well since it's technically all in in a square
0: uh, your dragon's breath is also a cone, yes? Yes. Yeah, pukesy roll decks at advantage because once again you're caught on the outer edge of a cone.
1: <laughs> you gotta be fucking kidding me.
3: <laughs> the way we're positioned.
1: <laughs> no, I don't have to roll a second time.
4: Risk glad I'm outside the natural twenty. The little area. Uh-huh.
1: Yeah,
0: because this cone
1: would look like that. <laughs> That's that's gonna be another natural
0: twenty. Okay, go ahead and roll damage.
1: Okay, hey, uh, three.
3: Oh wait, nope, that's the wrong one. Hold on, here, here we are. Um, oh yeah, three d six, and that is fourteen points of uh, cold damage.
0: All right, and he loses his concentration on his dragon's breath. Anything else for your turn?
3: Um. Nope, I'm going to stay right where I'm at. All right, bringing us to Waldonius.
0: My friends, why, why are you, why, why are you hurting me? I'm, I'm, I'm not the enemy here. I swear, I'm not the enemy. And he's going to use his bonus action to misty step. away from you all, because fuck you. What is the distance on that? 30 feet. And he Misty steps behind Atreyu. And standing behind her, he casts Shadow Blade. No, nope, he can't. That's a bonus action. Give me two seconds here. Huh, he could do this. He casts Flaming Sphere. Directly in front of you, tray.
4: So what do I have to do?
0: Uh, Let me reread this real
3: quick. You pray.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Nothing right now. As he's already used his bonus action. And you gotta wait. It is now your turn.
4: All right. So because he moved, do I still have my concentration for Witch Bolt on him?
0: Your concentration on which Bolt still exists.
4: Okay. So I could use it again because it's still there.
0: Yeah. I Do believe, I roll a it, uh, it.
4: disadvantage because it's not ranged?
0: Um, I think it works differently. Give me two seconds. because I think once you've already made the hit and have the connection on it. Nope, you just deal the damage if you wanna burn your action to do so. All right, I will. You initially landed it, you, made your, you maintain your concentration, which keeps the bolt on him, and then on every subsequent turn, as long as you have concentration, you can use your action to just deal the damage.
4: Okay. Seven.
0: <laughs> Seven points of damage, all right and concentration check on the sphere he beats it she maintains concentration anything else for your turn no all right ending your turn standing next to the flaming sphere you take three points of fire damage top of the turn order pukes
1: yeah one second there's there's one Okay. Well, Pukes is very disappointed in his friends right now. (laughs) Came all the way here to find Wildonius. We found him and they just attack him.
4: He's that bad he's disappointed?
1: Right. Mm -hmm. So he wants to teach at least two of them a lesson while protecting his friends, his friend. So he's going to Thunderstep nice to hear and in doing so i need the two next to me goji and uh estio to make constitution saving throws
2: i'm glad i took that uh assuming i fail it's an 8 Ooh. oh wait uh yeah that's an 8 okay john you can suck this i got a natural
3: 20
1: so making it 26. You needed 28. No, I'm just
2: kidding.
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, hell of a spell save. Yeah. Alright, so you only take half damage. Oh god. So that's gonna be 28 points of damage. Good golly damn. Two so, tens and an eight.
0: <laughs> so sto takes twenty-eight points of thunder damage. Goji, you take fourteen.
3: And I fall to the ground unconscious. And
2: I'm dead.
0: Alright, you're both (sighs) unconscious now.
3: I'm at negative one. Uh, yeah.
0: Will that end your turn, Pukes? (sighs) Yep. Okay. At the start of your turn, STO needs you to roll a death saving throw, which means you need to roll a d20. A 10 or higher is a success. A nine or lower is a failure.
2: 17.
0: All right, mark one success on your death saves ticker. Okay. All right, Goji. Same deal, death save. 19. That is a success. Good job. It's now Wildonius' turn. (laughs) My friends... Oh my friends, so wonderful to have you all here again. As a bonus action, he takes the Flaming Sphere and rams it through the bodies of Goji and Estio. I believe a hit counts as two death saves. Just one.
1: Just one? If you take damage, you fail one. Yep, okay. So you
0: both take one failure on your death saves. (laughs) And the flaming sphere is now sitting next to you, slowly cooking your bodies. Probably. And I believe that was his bonus action. Yes, that was his bonus action. For his action... He's going to cast mage armor on himself and end his turn there. Atreyu, you're
5: up.
4: So for my action going to um, deal damage with a witch bolt.
0: Okay, go ahead and roll.
4: 11.
0: Holy fuck. Okay
4: and then um i want to use my can i use um a second concentration thing at the same time
0: no if you cast another spell that requires concentration it will cancel witch bolt
4: you can All right, only have so one
0: concentration spell active at a time that's
4: can i move away for if my bonus
0: your movement is your movement okay it doesn't count as an action or a bonus action. However, the rules on movement are if you're within melee of an enemy, you can expend all of your movement to move five feet away and not trigger t- an attack of opportunity. However, if you move more than five feet away from an enemy, you will trigger an attack of opportunity if they choose to take it.
4: All right. So I'm going to move five feet. So I'm guessing that's one square. One square. Alright. Alright. That's all I'm gonna do.
0: Okay. Pukes, you're up. Well. Go ahead and roll th- insight at advantage. After watching the flaming sphere you know is controlled by Waldonius get sent through the lifeless bodies of your friends.
1: Come on! <laughs> a one and a four. Or total of. Five.
0: Five was the DC. After everything he has done, five was your DC. You no longer trust Waldonius.
1: So I'm going to turn to him. So this power is giving you all this extra power. Is there any way I could get in on that? Absolutely. Fair enough. I'm going to cast Fireball right in the middle of all of them. So it hits all of them and not us.
0: Okay. Um. Uh, okay, Atreyu, you need to make a dex saving throw. Goji and Estio, you both automatically take one failure on your death saves.
3: Better than risking rolling to roll one, I guess.
0: Go ahead and roll damage. My good friend.
4: Got a 13.
0: I believe oh, you need needed is a, 15. That is a failure. You'll be taking full damage on this.
3: Oh, 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 oh.
1: Now, I want to roll high, so I probably won't. <laughs> I lied. 10, 15, 21, 25, 29, 32. 32
0: 30, points of fire
1: damage.
4: What? 32 points of fire damage. Uh huh. So, I'm at, um,. Negative 24
0: Okay Estio uh, and Goji Are you keeping track of how far negative you've gone?
4: Uh,
2: Yeah I'm two fails and one success
0: I mean your HP
2: Oh, nope. uh, that was... I've been keeping it at zero Because okay. <laughs> I figured it didn't matter yep.
0: What's your uh, total HP, Estio? What's your max?
2: 27 your max
0: is not 27.
2: My hit point max is 27. And after taking on that fucking spider, he knocked me down to 10, so I didn't have much coming in.
0: Okay, Estio is dead dead.
2: Yeah. Um, I figured exceeded, I was dead dead.
0: After exceeding your max hit point in the negative, that thoroughly kills you. Your oh, body yeah. is now lifeless, charred, and smoking.
2: Oh yeah, I kinda of already figured
0: that, so. Goji, how far negative are you?
3: Um that depends. How much damage did I take from the, when you hit me with that uh flaming sphere? Uh
0: it was only three.
3: I'm at negative thirty-nine.
0: And what Out is your max?
3: Forty-five.
0: Okay, so you're you still have some gumption left. Pukes, will that end your turn? Alright, Estio, I need you to roll a death saving throw.
2: What's the fucking point? I'm already dead.
0: Oh, yeah, no, you're. <laughs> Not Estio. No saving from that. Estio's dead. <laughs> like, dead, dead. The fuck? <laughs> sorry, I, 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 this is what I get for having two E characters Estio and Atreo. Goji, death
3: saving throw. Uh, a two. You fail. That's third, that's three, yep. I'm dead. That's
0: three <laughs> failures, Goji is now dead and with the flaming sphere still sitting next to Estio and Goji's body, it continues to bake them to a crispy black goodness.
2: Oh, well, at least good I have flavor. some apple flavor in me.
0: Bringing it to <laughs> Waldonius. Oh <my> God. <laughs> well done. <laughs> that's right, you have fucking baked apples in your pockets.
2: Yeah, yeah, I just got some extra flavor.
4: <laughs>
0: With Weldonius' bonus action, he's going to pull the flaming sphere back towards es- <laughs> Atreus body and slam it into her body, causing an instant failure in damage.
4: How much damage?
0: Dealing d 6 Dealing 6 points of fire damage and an instant failure on your death saves
4: nice
0: how far negative are you
4: negative 30 i have 44 total hit points okay
0: and with his action he is going he's going to throw two eldritch blasts at you
3: <laughs> Which he misses
2: wow you basically just set this up to like tpks <laughs> a little bit no uh, john did <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, that helped too.
0: Sixteen to hit and a fifteen to hit. Ah. What is your AC?
4: Well, oh, they both hit thirteen.
0: You die. Die. <laughs> <laughs> I'm dead dead. As is Waldonia. Well, yeah, at that point. That's that's two separate hits against you, you are dead dead. All of your death saves are gone. As Waldonius pulls one hand back, bringing the flaming sphere through Goji and Estio's bodies, just tearing them apart in flame, slamming it into Atreyu's body, baking it in place. He raises the other hand and looses two bright red Eldritch Blasts from his hand, which swing in opposite directions, sandwich around Atreyu's head, slamming into it and causing it to implode. He turns to you, Pukes. Can you teach me that? (laughs) My god. I can teach you anything. As long as you are willing to follow. The fiend.
5: Sounds good to me.
0: He takes you by (laughs) the shoulder you are both wreathed in black and red flames, and you feel yourself falling and falling until you eventually land in what you believe to be the Nine Hells. Hmm. And that is where we will end. Where's Waldonius?
1: (laughs)
2: Lovely.
4: Yay!
1: (laughs) Sorry, guys.
2: Not really.